Hello, my friend, and welcome to today's episode. And we are going to talk about how to fail. Now, maybe you don't like to fail, or maybe you have failed in the past. And what does that have to do with PCOS or weight loss, right? So I'm going to like take you in the mindset part of PCOS weight loss and getting to your goal, health goal in PCOS. And a part of it involves failing. Um, which can look like you trying to eat something healthy and not doing that, right? So that's the kind of failure we're going to talk about in this episode. So most people actually don't achieve their dreams because they don't want to fail. They don't want to feel that disappointment when they don't eat as planned. So many of us won't even get to the gym or won't get any gym equipments, or subscribe to anyone who is going to help us with it, or um, not hire a dietitian, or any of that. Most of us won't even do that, purely because they know, like, either they would have to get started, (laughs) which they don't want to, or they won't get started, and that would look like a failure. or or disappointment so most of us won't achieve that weight loss or PCOS reversal because we don't want to experience that kind of failure so Google Google defines failure as the omission of expected or required action that's it like there was an expected action that your brain thought you should be doing and you didn't do it that's failure that's it It isn't actually a big deal. It just means something didn't turn out as expected. Like you thought you would do something, but you didn't do it. Many people lower their expectations in an attempt to avoid failing instead. People want to avoid failing because they are avoiding a feeling. So let me give you an example. What happens is, like I'll give you an example of my client who like I teach my clients that they need to write down what they've eaten. And then after they've done that, they need to just answer the question what they would eat differently tomorrow or would they eat the same thing? That's it. And you can like put in as many questions as you want, but this is pretty much basic. Like what did you eat today? And if you can answer why you ate that, then would you eat that again tomorrow? That's pretty much it. But my clients won't do that. They won't do that because like there is that fear of disappointment. They won't even commit sometimes that they would do that or they would say that they're busy with something or, or they would do it and still not eat healthy so there there is like a lot of conversation around how I'm not going to really do the work so the irony here is that by avoiding this failure we are avoiding something that we are ultimately in charge of which is basically how you feel because failure that feeling of failing or that disappointment which is going to come or the shame of not doing what you thought you should be doing is actually just a feeling. It's not something major. 
Like it's nothing bad happening except for in our mind. We can control what we choose to think about missing the mark when and if that happens. And like every time I coach, I coach on a daily basis, at least five to six hours a day, five days a week. And most of my coaching goes around that. Like the client is like so judgmental of like, I'm guilty, I'm lazy, I'm ashamed of myself. I, I am like this. I, I always give up or there's like so much mean conversation about themselves and including me, I used to be like that. And half of my work is actually just be like, hey, listen, it's not that bad, really. You're amazing. And you are amazing as is and you just want more things and there's nothing wrong with you wanting more but you don't really need to be mean to yourself and say all these things because we think that is it's pretty normal and it's okay I can speak to myself that way but it's not it's really not it's like in a relationship you know when we take our partners for granted and we yell and shout at them or they yell and shout at us it hurts it really hurts, right? And similarly, when we are in a relationship with ourselves, we don't have any awareness, by the way, that there is some, there are these parts in us which have this sort of awareness. Like, and then we are saying mean things to ourselves and which are going to hurt. We don't have any of that. But once you recognize it, you need to stop doing that because you can just commit that, you know, I'm not going to be mean to myself or every time I fail. But that doesn't mean that I won't attempt it again. Because what happens is when you are scared of attempting to eat healthy again, what's going to happen is your brain and your body unconsciously is going to pull you back. And it's going to be like, hey, that's not going to work. Don't bother. It's not going to work because on the other side, in case you don't do it, you're going to come and come with a very large attack. And that's just going to be like annoying. So how we choose to think about it will determine how we feel. And that's the beauty about how we feel. Because we don't realize, we think that neutral circumstances create our actions and feelings. Actually, there is a thought which creates a feeling. So suppose if I had decided to not have sugar in my tea today, which is what I have decided actually, because my nose is like completely gone <laughs> with the allergies. And I just traveled from Mumbai and the travel and all of that, my allergies were like really bad. My nose is like fully blocked on one side. So I decided I'm not going to have milk and sugar in my tea or coffee like I just am not and it's Tuesday and I landed here on Wednesday so Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday Monday five days I didn't have sugar and milk in my tea or coffee I was like no just not doing it we want to breathe we want to breathe and today I did I had tea with sugar and milk and I had so far three cups now I'm not gonna be mean to myself just not I'm just gonna be like yep we did that let's see what happens <laughs> that's my plan if the nose gets blocked okay I'll stop then <laughs> this is what my brain does so 
I have an option to be nice to myself. Like most of us will think that, oh, that's not good. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't be so nice to yourself because then she's just going to like get you worse. She's going to ensure that your nose is so bad that you need surgery. And even after that, she won't follow anything. Like this is what my internal voice says. But I'm like, nope, not really. Sometimes I will have sugar and milk and that's okay. But sometimes I just stop. I know I can do that. So I can decide how I'm going to speak to myself. Every time I fail, I don't have to be mean to myself. So that's where our power lies. How we choose to think about our disappointment and our failure. Because that will again determine how we feel. Thomas J. Watson says, If you want success, you need to double the rate of your failure. And I think the better you get at failing, the more willing you are to learn and the better you will get at meeting your own expectations. Now, this is very typical when it comes to weight loss because I always tell my clients, listen, the way you're eating right now is habitual. You've been eating like this for years and it's addictive eating and you don't know where to stop. And the where, the place where we stop is at the journal every day. 24 hours, once in 24 hours, we stop there on a journal and, <coughs> and we write down what did we eat, why did we eat that, did we eat beyond our fullness and what will we eat tomorrow, that's it. These are the only questions that you need to ask yourself every day. Now what's going to happen is you're going to decide, okay, this is what I will eat tomorrow, but you're not going to eat that, you're going to forget or you're going to be like, screw it. I'm going to eat whatever I want. I don't feel so good. I deserve it and all those sort of things. And nothing is wrong. It's just that we need to use, that will be a fail, right? Like when you plant something to not have sugar, and then when you have sugar, that is your opportunity to explore. Why did I do that? Why did I have that sugar? Right? Like in my case, I have some drama around having that sugar. Like after a long time, I have some free time because I've been like, I came from India on Wednesday. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and now Tuesday, six days, I'm coaching back to back, like almost seven to eight hours a day. And today is my only free day. And that also I am supposed to go to a clinic and I'm supposed to see a patient who might conform, might not conform. I'm not so sure. So there's a lot of uncertainty. There's nothing. I don't know what's going on. And I'm like, in case that patient confirms, that means I'll have to sit in my car and go to the clinic, see her, come back. It's going to be at least two, three hours of uncomfortable work, basically sitting in my car and driving through traffic because that produces anxiety in me. And in case she doesn't come, that means I'm going to have to sit at home and do some work where there's no client facing. I'm just supposed to do this work. Now, these are the only two things my brain is like spinning over. Now, there was a third option, which was like, oh, you could take a nap. <laughs> and my brain was like, nope, no nap. You're not taking a nap. Definitely not when you're sleep not sleepy. So that's not going to happen. And finally, what I decided, the patient didn't confirm. So I'm like, I'm not going. And... I'm just doing this podcast. That's it. 
and I was like, okay, if you want to have one more cup of coffee, just go and have it. Tea, I mean, and it's a herbal tea. Just go have it and get started. Enough. You can't do this. And then I did it. So these were the reasons why I was having that sugar because I was anxious about this moment now because I was like, oh, I know I'm again not going to do what I said I will do. And there are these so many things I want to do, but I know I won't do it. There's drama going on in my head. And I'm like, okay, enough of the drama. The only way to cut the drama is not with tea with sugar. <laughs> it's with like doing what is written on the plan to do. So every time you plan to do something, when it comes to food, when it comes to your daily life, you just have to do that. But there'll be like so much drama around doing that. And then because we are not doing the planned thing, it's hurting us. And also there is resistance to do it. So we just like go to food instead to feel better. So understand you have made a plan to eat something. Did you eat it? Eat If you ate it, excellent, amazing. Keep doing it and then see if the weight loss happens. If you didn't do it, okay opportunity to double down our effort and finding out why did that happen and if you need support with that like if you need to understand why do you eat emotionally you need to come and get coached by me so follow the link in bio and set up that strategy call with me and consider getting coached by me and I can help you find out the reasons why are you eating when you're emotionally upset so if failure is defined as not meeting your own expectation, then I would define success as meeting them. The way to meet expectation is to practice meeting them. Make lots of mistakes and learn what doesn't work. And it's the same with weight loss. When you will achieve that weight loss, like I really like to think of it as an exam. And I tell my clients, I mean, especially those who love who have studied for a long time who have given exams for a long time and it really doesn't like affect them <laughs> I, I used to really think that exams used to like really create a lot of negative emotion in me but I'm surprised I'm actually pretty okay with exams because my brain goes into this hyper mode and it's like okay let's study and we need to finish it off and all of that and there is no exam right the only exam every week is when I see my client and they have to check their weight so I tell them the only re the only study that you have to do for this exam where you are going to see whether you lost weight or no is if you come to your journal and you write down these three things and explore if you are eating emotionally and if you are, what are the reasons? And, I, and they can get supported on WhatsApp as well by me, like if they want to explore that. But the only way success if you consider success as like weight loss that means we need to meet our expectations or fail at meeting our expectations on a daily basis you need to do that homework where you're writing down what you're eating what you should be eating and why you're not eating that right and also just like eat that like once you eat healthy and you remove all your processed food from your food you will lose weight like Please understand that there is not a day which goes by like most of my clients, they will stick to the plan for like two or three days where they're eating healthy, third, fourth, fifth, sixth day, gone. So if you stick to that healthy eating, 
for a week you will lose weight and it is sustainable because i have done that and and sometimes you just need to do that until you lose weight and after that you can afford to go up and down a little bit because you know how to lose weight and you should not like we still dread like oh my god i will gain it all back you don't need to dread it you really don't need to dread it all right so it's something which we have to master and that would come by making lots of mistakes lot of fails and learning how and why that is happening so what if you decided ahead of time to have your own back when you fail to treat yourself with respect learn from yourself and to love yourself even more like seriously and it's not something which anyone taught us how to love ourselves how to treat ourselves with respect because we didn't know that there is this person inside of us who deserves that kind of respect we always compare it to other humans outside of us but no the way we speak to ourselves determines how we show up in our life or to ourselves so when you don't eat as planned or you overate or you drank how are you speaking to yourself after you have done that are you telling yourself that i'm shamed i'm guilty i'm lazy i just i was so greedy like that is all optional you don't have to say those things like it could just be like okay you draw a boundary around yourself you're like okay enough you're never going to speak to me this way i will not tolerate it instead you could be like learning from okay what happened in this meal why did i overeat maybe it was because you know you didn't get that promotion and the or everyone was asking you at the meeting why you didn't get that promotion and it was just intolerable for you and instead you just go and went and ate a lot in the meetings or at work or after work and you just like seeking relief from that disappointment that you have at workplace right so how can you love yourself more when this is happening to you like first of all understand that you are hurting inside there is something going on and if you if you can once you're done feeling bad for yourself then you can ask yourself okay what is the positive aspect of this how is this working out for me or how nothing has really gone wrong and everything is sorted so how can you love yourself harder these opportunities when you fail are the opportunities for you to love yourself harder what what if you decided ahead of time that when you fail you will not beat yourself up over it and you will not quit no matter what and i tell my clients to keep a reminder in their calendar any digital calendar they want and do not remove it no matter what let your brain see that you want to do it sometimes it will become invisible for you you will not even care to look at it but do not remove it because the moment we quit that's when we actually failed but as long as we are in the game we are working on it so doing this will make it much more likely that you take action it also makes you much more likely to take risk that success requires and that can look sometimes like allowing yourself to eat some sugar for like a week and i always tell my clients like tell your brain that you don't have to do this forever because you really don't you just want to do it for like a week and see if you achieve weight loss like my husband he's trying to lose weight he lost 
he went from 104 kilos to 96, 95 kilos in like two months. And now it's been like two weeks. He has not lost any weight. And I, I tell him like, he's like, I don't know what's happening. He's going for a run and he's walking and he's doing all the things, but he's still not losing weight. And I'm like, you need to change your protocol. What you're eating, something needs to change. Like tighten it more because sometimes he will eat processed food. Like, can we like not have processed food at all? Or like at least have processed, ha like if it's a celebratory meal where you know you, you want to have fun and you want to be in a party, can we just not have something which is unhealthy? Instead, can you have something healthy? Because in every party, you would have fruit platters, you would have um, sparkling water, you would have, uh, um, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking, party foods or like, uh, vegetables like um, or meat you would have those options also so can you just like stick to that so sometimes it would look like taking risk or like adding some more oil or good fats in your meal and he has cholesterol so I'll be like okay dude you need to add some more fats maybe that will help because you need to reduce your carbohydrate intake actually so are you like having too many carbs so you once you are willing to experiment and take risk to see what happens after a week of attempt, you are much more willing to fail and fail often and fail fast. And it doesn't bother you because you're gathering data at the end of it. So how does failing benefit us? So failure, like it was never taught to us. It was always taught to us in our schooling system that failing is bad right but in life like once you fail at something and if you activate your highest self like your highest version of your brain you will find out that that failure actually builds strength for you and confidence in you through the act of failing you are getting stronger each time because your brain is constantly calculating it's assessing okay this thing didn't work this thing didn't work second time. This thing didn't work third time. So it you can actually like course correct and you will you can course correct intellectually like on paper or it's actually doing that. The brain is actually trying to figure out a way around that failure. So through the act of failing, we get stronger each time. We push ourselves back up. Through the act of trying and failing, we become confident in our ability to fail well, recover and fail again. So what if you looked at failure as a skill that could be practiced so that you become better and better at it? And like in weight loss, it could just look like um, trying new things, like trying a different protocol each week. And in case that is the next step where you are actually like, you know, experimenting with your protocol and different type of foods. But the first step could actually just look like okay, can we just like plan something and eat just that? And every time we're, we're not doing that, why are we not doing that? What is coming up in the on the way? There are a lot of emotional needs you're meeting with food. Can we start identifying what are these emotional needs that you're meeting with food? Start solving them so that the desire for food reduces. So every time you fail during your dinner time, when you are planning to have no bread and um, not to overeat and if you overeat or you had bread or whatever is processed food that you're having 
you need to examine what happened. Why? Why did we do that when the plan was to not have that? So what if we flip failure on its head and collected it as a badge of honor? The number of meals you messed up and then you evaluated it. And what if a minimum of um, whatever number of fails per month uh, were required as a proof that we are putting ourselves out there in a big way to lose weight? Because in a week's time, if you decide to eat healthy for say seven days and you ate healthy for like three days and four days you didn't eat healthy, those four days is your opportunity. You don't want to go let any meal go to waste. You examine what happened. And every time you examine it, you give yourself a reward. Yeah. So how would you feel about failure then? being all in on failure, not being scared of failing. And I'll race you to that failure line. Ready? All right. So that's it for today. And if you are someone who is looking for support when it comes to weight loss by cleaning up your mind, please click the link in bio and set up a clarity call with me where we can discuss about ways I can support you. All right. That's it for today. I'll see you next time.